0: Trust and pray that you're all doing well. Uh, I know that God has caused his face to shine upon us, and for that, we thank him for his grace and for his mercy. Uh, Today, I I want to uh, look again at why the child of God uh, should study the scripture, why the child of God should study the word of God, um, and kind of uh, recap what we talked about a little bit last week on Zoom, uh, and then add a couple to it um, today. Uh, So, again, we're talking about why the child of God should study the scripture, why the child of God should study the word of God. Uh, we're using for a, a background scripture, um, 2 Timothy 3, uh, verse number 16, and i am um, try to pull this up real quick. Uh, 2 Timothy 3, verse number 16, the Bible says that all scripture is breathed out by God, profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work so that is the foundation scripture that we're using today uh, that all scripture is breathed out by god profitable for teaching for reproof for correction and for the training and righteousness that the man of god may be complete equipped for every good work and so i believe that uh, we all need a systematic approach to studying scripture I believe that uh, when we read the Bible, when we read Scripture, study the Bible, uh, that we don't just take a stab in the dark uh, um, and just fumble through and flip through and, and wherever our finger lands home, that's what we read. Uh, I believe we should have a systematic approach uh, to studying the Word of God, to studying the Scripture, um, an approach that, um, that is calculated, uh, that is well thought out, uh, that is intentional. Um, and so when I say intentional, um, or when I say systematic, that's what I mean. I mean intentional daily interaction with the Word of God. Uh, I am a firm believer that we need uh, a daily encounter uh, with the Word of God uh, through prayer, uh, through, through, the, through consecration, through the reading of the Word of God. Uh, it is highly important uh, that the child of God studies Scripture. Uh, not just read scripture, but actually take the time to study scripture. Uh, so to pull out uh, background research uh, background understanding uh, and take the time to 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 discover the mysteries of the gospel and dig deeper and Go beyond the text uh, beyond the surface of the text uh, and go deeper into uh, What the Word of God has for us? the first reason why um, I believe the child of God should study the Word of God, should study the Scripture, is because, one, it is the primary language of God. And you all hear me say this all the time. Uh, if you want to know what God is saying, uh, then get into the Word of God. Uh, the Scripture is the primary language of God. Uh, God has established uh, the Scripture as His primary means of communication with His people. Uh, he speaks to us through the Word of God. Uh, he speaks to us through Scripture. second uh, Peter uh, verse, one, uh, through, uh, verse one through verse one through sorry, chapter one, uh, twenty through twenty twenty one says, knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God. As they were carried along by the Holy Spirit, uh, and so the Bible records here uh, in First, P- Second Peter, excuse me, uh, that there is no scripture that is of its own private interpretation uh, for the reader and also for the writer, uh, for the men who were inspired uh, to write the text. Uh, didn't it, it did not come from their own private inclinations, uh, but it came from the Spirit of God. It came from the mouth of God. It is the language of God. For no prophecy uh, was ever produced by the will of man, uh, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Notice what it says there in that particular passage of Scripture. Uh, that men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Uh, And so we we can have confidence uh, that there is no scripture uh, that goes contrary uh, to the mind of God um, because it came from the mouth of God. Uh, Job, uh, uh, before I get to Job, uh, I love what... uh, what, uh, Paul writes uh, to Timothy let's go back there uh, I love what Paul writes to Timothy where he says that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching for reproof for correction for training and righteousness that the man of God may be complete equipped for every good work there's a principle there that I don't want to miss uh, and it's that all scripture is breathed out by God all Scripture. Is breathed out by God uh, anything that God breathes on he gives life to <laughs> anything that God breathes on or breathes into he gives life to uh, and so literally the Word of God is alive it is, is a living document in every sense of the word uh, it, it has uh, through through the power of God it has the authority to govern our life uh, and to govern uh, our actions. Uh, and so it is breathed out by God. It, it literally has life uh, as it comes from the life source. Uh, Job 33, uh, verse 4, uh, the Bible records. So let me go there real quick. Job 33, verse 4, uh, the Bible says, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Job said the breath of of the almighty gives me life it is through the breath of god through the wind of god uh, that we have life hebrews 4 uh, verse 12 says for the word of god is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and of spirit of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart So the Word of God is living, it is active, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and marrow. Uh, And it is a discerner of the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Uh, You can hide from people, (laughs) uh, but you cannot hide from the Word. The Word knows how to find us where we are. And so it is the primary language of God. And so what we have to learn how to do is recognize the voice of God through Scripture. Uh, because in doing so, it strengthens our discernment uh, and it strengthens our understanding of the time. Um, if, if what is being said does not line up with Scripture, <laughs> then it did not come from God. All right. So when we have a knowledge of the Scripture, An understanding of the Word of God, uh, it boosts our um, discernment and our understanding of the time. Uh, Because if it does not line up with Scripture, then it did not come from God. And that leads me to the second point. Uh, The second reason why the child of God uh, should study the Word of God is because it establishes our theology. Okay? It establishes our theology. Uh, theology, uh, in a nutshell, is the study of God, or it is one's convictions about God. And so uh, when reading the word of God, it establishes our theology. It is through scripture uh, where we learn the mind of God, witness the activity of God, and observe uh, the person of God through the word of God. All right. Let me say that again. It is through scripture where we learn the mind of God, witness the activity of God, and observe the person of God. It is through scripture that we learn the mind of God, witness the activity of God, and observe the person of God. Uh, Much of our uh, misunderstanding of God lies within our limited knowledge of scripture, right? Uh, most of the reasons, most of the time, why we don't understand who God is, is because we have a misunderstanding or limited knowledge of Scripture. Uh, God has revealed God's self through Scripture. Uh, and we do a disservice uh, to ourselves when we refuse to engage uh, in the study of the Scripture. Uh, and so it, it, it establishes our, our theology. Uh, it establishes what we know about god uh, what we believe about god uh, and what we've come to understand about god Uh, hebrews 6 uh, verse 1 says therefore let us leave the elementary doctrine of christ and go on to maturity all right let us leave the elementary doctrine of christ and go on to maturity i want to put this on the screen by itself Uh, Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity. All right, let's go on to maturity. That is the call of God for us to go on to maturity and leave the basics of the faith, leave the basics of our, uh, not necessarily the basis of the faith, uh, but the elementary uh, portions of the faith and graduate To another level uh, in God to leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity uh, go on to perfection uh, on to another level uh, in our knowledge and understanding of God all right Psalm 19 let me pull that up real quick Psalm 19 verse number 7 says the law of the Lord is perfect reviving the soul the testimony of the Lord is sure Making wise the simple, the precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous all together. All right. So the law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. Uh, the testimony of the Lord is sure. It makes wise the simple. Uh, The precepts of the Lord are right, uh, and it brings rejoicing to the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure; it enlightens the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, and it it endures forever. Uh, And the rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Uh, There's another scripture I want to read to your hearing uh, concerning uh, our basic the or our theology and how it establishes our theology, and that's Second Peter one. Uh, verse number two it says uh, Paul in his uh, salutation says, may grace and peace. or sorry, not Paul. Peter. <laughs> may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. Right. So may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. And there's a couple more scriptures I want to read. First uh, Timothy, Paul here is writing. Uh, And he says, oh, Timothy, guard the deposit entrusted to you. Avoid the irreverent babble and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. For by professing it, some have served or swerved from the faith. Grace be with you. Uh, And so we have to come to that knowledge, come to the understanding uh, of of what the word of god brings to us and so he tells timothy here uh, to guard the deposit guard what has been entrusted to your care uh, avoid irreverent babble uh, avoid conversations that does not lead to the edification of the body to the edification of the saints um, but let us seek and search out the scriptures uh, so that we can establish a firm theology and it's time to Uh, to graduate uh, from the elementary stages of our theology and move further along uh, in our understanding and knowledge of God. Thirdly, uh, the reason why the child of God uh, should study the Word of God is because it is the source of our private devotion. Okay, It is the source of our private devotion. Uh, scripture uh, informs our doxology, okay, and doxology is uh, the liturgical formula uh, of praise and worship. Right? It informs our doxology, all right? Uh, it structures also our prayer life. Uh, so Scripture uh, is uh, <clears throat> the source of our private devotion. Uh, it informs our theology. <clears throat> excuse me. It informs our theology which then informs our doxology and it also structures uh, our prayer life. It structures our prayers. Uh, And when we look at scripture, um, there are many passages of scripture that we can use uh, to help uh, uh, guide our prayers. Uh, But looking at the Psalter, looking at the Psalms, uh, they are a major benefit uh, for establishing consistent uh, and doctrinally sound devotion, and we talked about that last week, uh, about how some praise and some worship uh, is not doctrinally sound, uh, but we as the child of God, we as uh, children of God, uh, we are we're seeking uh, to have uh, doctrinally sound worship, uh, doctrinally sound prayers, uh, and so in 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 looking at the Psalter, uh, looking at Psalms, uh, we see it. It can be used as a window uh, to what God requires, to what God expects of our worship and of our prayer life. Uh, So let's look at some psalms here uh, and let's try to incorporate some of these uh, into our prayer life uh, and into our worship. Uh, Psalm 71 is the first one I'm going to look at. Psalm 71 says, In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of refuge to which I may continually come. You have given the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Rescue me, O my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the unjust and cruel man. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. Now let's look at uh, Psalm 68 uh, and just listen to the language of these particular psalms and how it it guides and it guides our worship uh, and guides our prayer life. Uh, Psalm 68, verse one: God shall arise; his enemies shall be scattered, and those who hate him shall flee before him. Let's jump down to verse four. Sing to God, sing praises to his name. Lift up a song to him who rides through the deserts. His name is the Lord, Exalt before him. Father of the fatherless and protector of widows is God in his holy habitation. God settles the solitary in a home. He leads out the prisoners to prosperity but the rebellious dwell in a parched land. Let's jump to Psalm 61, uh, verses 1 through 4. The Bible says, again, pay close attention to to the language here. Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you. When my heart is faint, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. King James says, when my heart is overwhelmed, for you have been my refuge. A strong tower against the enemy. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. I want to pause there. Let me take refuge in the shelter of your wings. Let me take refuge in the shelter of your wings. Do you see the imagery there that God covers his people? God covers his children, uh, and that uh, we can use the Psalms, and that, that was just a portion of the Psalms, that we can use the Psalms uh, to, to guide us and and, and shape and navigate um, our prayer life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, thir- uh, fourthly here, uh, so it is a source of our private devotion. Fourthly, uh, also, um, what the Word of God does, and why we should study the Word of God, uh, is because... Uh, it reveals our deficiencies right the Word of God reveals our deficiencies it shows us where we have shortcomings it shows us where we have downfalls and in in showing us our shortcoming it also shows us who God is right when we see God uh, when we see ourselves it also shows us how far off We are from God Uh, and so this is what the Word of God does Uh, Psalms 130, uh, uh, sorry Psalms 119 uh, verse number 130 uh, the Bible says the unfolding of your words gives light it imparts understanding to the simple. Uh, The unfolding of your words gives light and imparts understanding to the simple. King James says the entrance of your word gives light it imparts understanding to the simple Uh, and so in looking at this particular passage of scripture it is the entrance of the word the unfolding of the word of god uh, that gives light okay so it reveals our deficiencies and that's what worship does and that's what the study of the scripture does uh, is that it reveals our deficiencies isaiah said that when i saw the lord he was high and lifted up and, and not only did he see the Lord, but once he saw the Lord, he recognized who he was. And he said, woe is me, for I am undone. I'm a man of unclean lips. Uh, he recognized his deficiencies uh, when the word of God uh, was placed in front of him. When the image of God was placed in front of him, he had no choice uh, but to recognize his own deficiencies. And we can go back uh, to Hebrews 4 for this particular Uh, point here uh, where it says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and spirit of joints and marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So it goes back uh, to you can hide from people, (laughs) uh, but you cannot hide from the word. And so that's why uh, we need to study the word of God, because the word of God Reveals our deficiencies. It shows us where we are. Uh, And I believe that that is a good thing for the body of Christ. Uh, We need to be reminded of how much we need God, right? We need to be reminded of how much we need God. Uh, And I don't know about you, uh, but I need God every day of my life. Uh, Fifthly, uh, and finally uh, for today, The reason why we should study the Word of God is because the Word of God uh, strengthens our spirit. Okay? Uh, It strengthens our spirit. Psalm 46, verse number one says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and fame, though the mountains tremble at its swelling, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her; she shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. Uh, King James says, "God will help her," uh, and that right early. <laughs> uh, and so. God is our refuge, Uh, he is our strength, Uh, he is a very present help uh, in the time of trouble. And so, in studying the word of God, uh, it brings, it gives us strength because we recognize that God uh, is our refuge, God is our strength, uh, and that God is a very present help in the time of trouble. Uh, And he sends his word, his word uh, goes before Uh, And it heals us. right. Uh, Another passage of scripture I want to read to you uh, concerning the strengthening of our spirit uh, is found in Isaiah 41, where it says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. All right. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hallelujah. Another scripture I want to read to your hearing is Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse number 10 says, And do not be grieved for the joy of the Lord is your strength hallelujah do not be grieved for the joy of the lord is your strength that's another passage of scripture i got a lot of scriptures for you today Uh, and and this just shows uh, why we should dive deeper into the word of god because uh, he he gives us uh, the strength that we need uh, and the assurance that we need to go on isaiah 12 verse number two says behold God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid for the Lord. God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Hallelujah. I got another scripture for you. Uh, Isaiah 40 verse number two. You know this one. He gives power to the fame and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. For the Lord gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases their strength. Hallelujah. If you wait on the Lord, he's going to renew your strength. Uh, and You shall be able to mount up with wings like eagles and you shall be able to run, not be weary, walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Uh, Psalm 29, verse number one. Uh, and I'm closing with this. It says, may the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Uh, Let's, let's, let's highlight that scripture again. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with strength. And so as we look at this, obviously, this is not an exhaustive list of why the child of God should study the word of God. We can go on and on Uh, but I I just want to give you those five key points that uh, it is the primary language of God uh, it establishes our theology, it is the source of our private devotion, it reveals our deficiencies and it strengthens our spirit. Uh, and my challenge to you uh, is these particular questions I asked them last week, but I want to ask them again uh, is how can you spend intentional time in the scripture? Let that be a challenge to you for the rest of the year, uh, The rest of your existence, rather, how can you spend intentional time? in the scripture, uh, intentional time, systematic time in the word of God. And then the next question is what benefit does a systematic approach to the scripture do for your private devotion and spiritual growth? Uh, I believe that we as the children of God uh, should be systematic in our approach. Uh, we should be intentional in our approach in reading the word of God and studying the scripture uh, and come into a knowledge and understanding of who God is. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We honor you for your grace, your mercy, your transcendence, and your eminence. We ask you now, Father, that you will open up our hearts to be able to understand and receive what it is that you have for us. We ask you, God, that you will give us a tenacity and a strength and a zeal to study your word, to study your scripture, to seek the mysteries of the gospel. Father, we ask that you will give us the strength, the the stamina to read your word in a systematic, uh, intentional, daily approach. Father, reveal unto us what is necessary concerning our life. And we ask you now, God, that you'll be with us, you'll walk with us, continue to to lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. Uh, I do trust and pray uh, that something was said uh, that would help you. Uh, and, and help you along and continue on this journey. I want to remind you all of prayer call uh, tomorrow night as it is on every Monday, at 8.30 p.m. Please, please dial in. We're having an awesome time uh, in connecting with God uh, together in our We Believe God prayer call uh, on every Monday, 8.30. Uh, join us for approximately 15 minutes of dialogue with heaven. Uh, it has been powerful and impactful, and I know uh, that if I were, if I if I could, uh, that that many of you would be able to express testimony of how how impactful our time is on Monday nights, and also uh, don't forget uh, our new fireside chats uh, that are, that is going on on Wednesdays now, uh, biblical discussions and dialogue every Wednesday. Uh, the Lord says the same uh, at seven p.m. through Zoom. Uh, please, please, please. Uh, Join in uh, on Zoom uh, to those fireside chats where we're discussing the Bible and having dialogue concerning the scriptures for those that are able on Wednesday at 7. You can join either from your computer, your tablet, or your phone. Uh, If you got access to YouTube, you got access to Zoom, believe it or not. Uh, You can join the meeting uh, using the meeting ID, or you can dial in from the phone uh, and using that Zoom call, uh, that's 646 558 uh, eight, six, five, six number. If you can dial that number, uh, that'll help me out tremendously. Uh, but if not, uh, uh, it's okay. Uh, so again, God bless you all. Uh, may heaven smile upon you. Uh, pray that God keeps you and covers you. Remember to continue to believe God. God bless you.